Blog Talk Radio. Be 
that was Squad Up. I hope you guys are ready for a good show because I know that I am looking forward to hanging out with my people and hang out with you guys tonight. So let's get it. What's going on, Miss Takesha Booth? How you doing tonight? <laughs> you already know what she, she went. I know. I was going to see you. I was going to see you. I was going to see you. You know what it is. I done got, got, got you spoiled, huh? That's what it is. Yes. Yes, you do. But it's okay, though. It's okay. I, you know what? To be honest. Oh, no. no. Yeah, I done got you oh, okay, spoiled. Go yes. Go ahead. Come on. Come on. And I want to get to know you better. Hey. <laughs> what's, what's going on, girl? <laughs> what's up, dude? I mean, you know, everything, uh, everything. Yeah, I know. Everything is everything. Okay. The ebb and flow of life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I do. Yeah. Sometimes it be ebbing a, a little bit too much and not flowing enough. But not know. enough flow. Man. <laughs> I got I a story to tell. Uh-oh, I can't wait to hear this one. Uh-oh, uh-oh. child. Uh-oh. 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 Do I need to get my, look, do we need to get our uh, and stock full of nickel? Man. Oh, you ain't got to do nothing. Trust and believe okay. me. I, I have a very large family and some wonderful <laughs> people okay. that still love me from my past. I'm Gucci three times on okay. the hard stuff. It'll be hand up before we get that. Right. Yes, yes, but life is trying to serve me a plate of lemons, and I am so full of sugar that it's going to turn to lemonade anyway. Right. Mm. No, that's right. All right, that's, cool. right. that's what I'm talking about. Okay, cool, cool. Miss Q, how you doing tonight? I am wonderful, sugar. I am doing well. Good to see you, sis. Good, good to see you, see you. Good, good, good. Okay. Yes. All right, the love of yeah, we got a pretty good show tonight, so I'm excited as always. If you all have a question or comment, give us a call. We want to hear from you. Um, so you can give us a call at 929-477-2304. Again, that is 929-477-2304. So, all right, we're going to go ahead and jump into these topics. Yes, and our first segment of the evening is brought to you by Elegance by Design, where healthy hair and skin is our priority, but a beautiful you is our specialty. Um, So this week I want to basically invite all of my Oklahoma City design divas out to our next event. Um, And I want to take a moment before I even get into our topic tonight and talk about these particular events. Um, our Crazy Love Community Care pop-ups are a group of, they are a series of events um, created by Tamar Criswell here in Oklahoma City. She has a group of black women who have, we are entrepreneurs, and our group is Women Doing It For Ourselves, and we started as a small group here on Facebook, and we have grown into a movement here in Oklahoma City. We have put on numerous pop-ups throughout the um, the summer, and actually I think we started in the spring of last year, creating awesome events where we come together, and I mean 20, 30, 40 vendors sometimes. Um, and we are usually at IC Event Center, which is where this next event will be on August 13th from 9 a.m. to 
2 p.m. at IC Event Center and Grill in Oklahoma City, 1148 Northeast 36th Street in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Um, so come on out, and I believe we'll have 20 vendors at this particular pop-up, and these events are amazing. Come and see these women network, get some awesome, awesome products for your family. Um, it's going to be a really, really good time. We will be introducing some box sets for you all to enjoy. Um, all right, so, all right. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've, I've got some things. This one is going to be a really, really exciting, fun event for us. So come on out and enjoy. Oh, and in the meantime, if you don't, if you are not in Oklahoma City, come out. Uh, you can go ahead and go to www.elegancebydesign. That's design with the D, D-E-Z-I-G-N.com, and you can um, place your orders there, and you can order your awesome goodies there. Um, all right, so tonight we are going to talk about um, – a topic that often makes people cringe, but after mm-hmm. having this, <laughs> after learning um, what I recently learned and having some discussions around this topic, I don't look at it in the way that I used to even. Um, we are going to discuss mm-hmm. submission really quickly this evening. And we're going to talk about this in a way, not in the traditional sense where we think of it as um, the wife just being submissive to the husband in a relationship. I recently had um, the experience of watching a webcast of a sermon from a church here in Oklahoma City um, where the pastor um, talked about relationships and specifically in a marriage, but he discussed submission as a whole and how we relate to it as people and how it really should be related to as far as the true sense of what it means. And in that, he stated that submission is not one person really lording over or having control over another person based on role or position, so to speak, supposed title or position. It's more or less based on whomever is strongest in the role necessary to complete the mission set by the unit as a whole. Okay, so I'm going to run that back. Because I had to literally rewind it so that I could get it when he said it as I was watching it. Submission is not about a role or a title in a supposed role based on your title or a a, a supposed amount of authority based on your title. That's the word. Submission is understanding the strengths that you have within a mission set by the unit and then moving forward in that mission. I think I might have said that a little bit better that time. So basically, in a, in a marriage, we come into it thinking that the wife is automatically supposed to follow the husband and what he decides that he's supposed to do, you know, as a, as a family, that you go into that and, you you know, the, he says go and wife says okay, and that's submission. That is, in some ways, the way I understand it. Hmm? Go ahead, Wayne. Yes, correct. Stop me. That's servitude. That's servitude, yes. So, but that is where we often get, that's where we stop. That's where we, it, it, can, it can sometimes be convenient for us to use that as the, the end of the definition of submission. Whereas I found out as I was listening that submission is a communication and a combined effort between two people where they realize, they say, this is where we're trying to get to. What do we need to do to get there? Okay, A, B, C, D things need to be taken care of. What are your strengths in this A, B, C, D thing? All right, you good at B and D? Those are your things. I'm good at A and C. So those are my things. And then within that conversation, they fine-tune each other and figure out how one can then help strengthen the other to complete their portions of the mission and vice versa. 
So therefore, they're submitting to each other's strengths and allowing them to flourish within that situation. And therefore, the whole unit wins because they complete their mission because they work together to get to the end of the road or to get wherever they're they're trying to go. Y'all, when he broke that down in a way that made it plain, like it's not about the who's here and who's there in the in the thing. It's of how we're going to get where we're going. I like to shout it at my desk. I I kid you not. I said, now wait a minute. I had taken two <laughs> pages of notes <laughs> because I mean I'm gonna. This is a transparent moment. Like I struggled personally with submission because. I'm a very strong-willed person. I like to lead. I like to, I like to, I think that I have a lot, a strong handle on a lot of different things and a lot of different ways of the way the world works. So when it comes to a conversation about what I think should happen, honey, I can tell you what I think should happen. So when it comes to submission, I, I thought of it totally differently than having to realize who's stronger, who has, you know, who has the strength in said areas and then going forth and moving in that. That's a totally different way of working that's different than the mindset that we've been given in the, in the general conversation of submission. When I know you have the full understanding, this is just me learning at this point. This is how I've, this is how I, the sponge that I am at this point, how I took this particular sermon in, this particular message in, because it ended up being more conversational than anything. But um, that's how I took that in. So from a, from a more clarified perspective, how would you how do you feel about that? Am I reading Ooh, uh, this right? I guess is the best way to Wait a minute that. now. Okay. Did you just oh, ask okay, the okay. single person about how they feel about submission? No, I did. Um, because, I, I did. <laughs> and let me tell let you why. Because I told Wynn that. No, before you answer, because I know there are a lot of people thinking that. Because when I told Wynn I wanted to talk about this, I said, now I don't want to go too far left because I know that I don't, I don't want the singles to go blah. And I say that because... I know that it's under that there are so many singles or there's an understood premise that submission only happens like there are certain not even submission outside of that. There are there's a box of things for marriage and then there's a box of things for dating. And I totally respect the boxes and I totally understand that there's a time and a place for you to open each box. But I also have to understand that there's a you can't have no understanding of what's in the other box, whether it be with the person that you're dating or just a total understanding in any way, period. You can't neglect the box just because you haven't gotten to the point of opening the box. So that's why I say even singles have to entertain the conversation of how one would react or what one would expect of themselves or the other person when it's time to go into the other box. So, yes, I understand that you're single, <laughs> but yes, I still <laughs> want to know how you feel about the idea of submitting to and what is required in what submission would be a, a healthy submission situation. Now, I do want to know how you feel. <laughs> okay, so in the spirit of keeping it 100, I'm not your average single um, right. black woman. Woman, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> gotta say that kind of slow. Um, because I just don't feel like the position that I'm in is the one that I was designed to be in because I'm too willing. I'm so I'm not the average single, you know, yay, I'm black, I gotta do this, I'm not submitting to nobody unless they got XYZ. No, actually, I don't feel like I should have to carry the burden that I have to. So I'm openly ready to submit to the person who is ready to leave. You understand what I'm saying? I've been doing this too long by myself and I'm tired. This is the truth. <laughs> 
You understand what I'm saying? I am tired. So I am happily ready to submit to the next. Hey, you going to leave? You got this? You going to take care of it? You promise? You, I could depend on you? Please show me so that I can hand it over, so that I can sit and do what women do. I don't have a problem with 1950s ways of thinking. You know what I'm saying? A lot of women, oh, my God, it's 2000. We're supposed to be. No, let me tell you something. I own a business. I run my house. I do this. It's tiring. It's not my natural position. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. want it. I would love for a man to <laughs> right. show me that he deserves for me to submit to him, that, to show me that he can take care of the bills, that he can take care of the house, that he can mm-hmm. take care of me, and that I can be the woman that I'm supposed to be and support him in everything that he's supposed to do and be his backbone and help mm-hmm. him and do that thing. I would so love to be number two <laughs> in the house, not number one. You understand what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. submission, mm-hmm. that ain't going to be hard for me. never has been hard for me to pilot me is who am I submitting to? This is the problem right there. That's the problem right there. Because <laughs> ready. I'm submitting right. to, to these facades. Y'all act like women is the only people that walk around wearing masks because mm-hmm. theirs is clear and plain because it's makeup. No, boo-boo. You wear a mask of what you want to be as a man versus what you really are as a man. And see, the problem is I fall in and with what you want to be as a man, because I'm listening to your mouth talk, and I really want this dream of not having to carry all the burden of this household on my back. But the truth of the matter is, the the truth of you is that you can't pay your own debt. Uh, step back. You can't pay your own bills. You can't handle yourself. And you're not in order. And you're not in line with the universe enough to even be the person that you're lying to me to make me buy into you to be. You understand what I'm saying? So submission to me is a beautiful thing. I love when I watch women who are in genuine relationships, not ones where they're getting beat because I do know the difference working with women who work yeah. in a women's shelter. It's crystal clear right. to me, baby. Um, it's a difference. Not women who being beat into submission, but women who really genuinely support, love, and care for their husbands. I love to see it, and I can't wait. And if it don't ever happen, something is going to change in my atmosphere because this is right here, Lord. Anyway, <laughs> moving. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I do believe I submission that. is the right way to go. I do believe that it yeah. is um, a very fulfilling way for a woman to be able to say, you know what, I got it. I don't know. Most of the women that I know that's married, they love to say my husband. Oh, I got to ask my husband because they respect the leadership of a real man, despite what mm-hmm. men have been trained to believe yeah. and all these single mm-hmm. women have been trained to despise. We love mm-hmm. when we are led. That's what we mm-hmm. are missing is the fact that we won't submit to the leadership mm-hmm. in our lives. And instead we feel like, no, I'm pro-black. This, this. No, baby, let me tell you something. They lied mm-hmm. to you. They told you that you needed mm-hmm. to be the head of the household because they knew that if you followed Please. them, you couldn't follow the system. So if you follow your mm-hmm. man, if you follow this black man, if you follow the one that's designed for you, you can't follow their system. You're not supposed to be in their system and of their system because it's built to break you. But you don't see that. Instead, what you see is he ain't doing right. He got to do this. He got to do that based on whose premise, baby. You can't even do what you're asking him to do. I'm going to bring myself back and just say the submission is the so, one thing. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with the I, idea. I, I, yeah. I can't totally wait till I'm in the position. You, you, you said all of that. Um, mm-hmm. here's, I think I think the long distance plate, the virtual plate. Yeah. Yeah. The, defi- the definition of what of what you, where Shakila is, is is totally accurate. I think where, yeah, I think that's totally accurate. The mission again by definition is to come under uh, another. That's what it means. 
and ultimately in the design, the context that he was talking about um, is that both people come under the alignment of God, the, the, which in theory sounds good. Here, the, the step is, and the problem I think where we come into um, what makes it hard is what happens when the unit does not agree on the direction. And that's typically where the, where the, where the default and the dysfunction comes in because uh, male, for example, male part of the unit says let's go left and female part of the unit says let's go right. And we don't learn how to take the time to um, uh, um, to figure out which is the right direction to go. And so because we don't do that, what typically happens is we marry, but I go left and she goes right. And then there, there's chaos and confusion. And so I think, and I didn't listen to the webcast, I think what has to be, what we have to learn as we mature in relationship is we have to learn how do we deal with when we don't agree on the direction. And it's real easy to say, oh, we'll just pray about it until, uh-uh. you know, until we nope. have a solution. That sounds good. Can't do but it. In the, right, but sometimes that that solution, you don't have time or there is no, you know what I mean? So what happens is mm-hmm. by default, um, we believe that, okay, as a man, the final decision falls on me. So to Takesha's point, some, sometimes what happens is, as a woman, you're you're totally okay with him doing that as long as he's going to have responsibility for what happens. Uh, but then the flip side of that is typically that you see a lot of dudes who don't want to step up and make that decision or make the decision and don't want to take the responsibility if the decision is wrong. And so I think that's where the hard part is. I think we can all agree, um, or at least 90% of us can agree, that, listen, <laughs> that I married you because I value your opinion and because right. you helped me and because you you know you make things certain parts of my life easier and you make me better, but how do we deal with um, the, the the scenario when I don't agree with you when I think that what you're that that you buying this new car is the wrong decision but you think it's the right decision? How do we come to that those types of of answers? But I wholeheartedly think, well, yeah. yeah, and that's true. But I think what winds up happening is in the conversation is we just don't agree and we never, or we don't know how to resolve, you know, um, resolve. The disagreement. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know. You can have a lot of conversations that end up where, yeah. Yeah. Nowhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you'll have something like, you know, you know, well, you know, he's trying to make a logical argument. And again, I'm not saying I'm just an example. He's trying to make a large, a logical argument that we can't afford it. And she's trying to make an emotional response, but I really want it. And so how do we, you know, work through that together to say, okay, no, we can't do it, or him say, yes, this is the right decision to make because I'm really just afraid, you know, afraid of it. So that's where it gets hard. But I, th- I wholeheartedly think, agree with that definition. It is about the team. It's about the unit. It's about, like you said, and when I talk about money, I say the same thing. It's about when it comes to budgeting, just because whoever is the best one at handling the money handles the money. And, and that's when we talk about the difference between power and authority. Just because, as uh, you know, for example, as a man, I might not balance the checkbook, it doesn't mean that I'm not still in the position of authority. It just means that she she's better at it, so let her do it. It mm-hmm. makes our housework better when she do it because I bounce checks all the time. Well, I forget right. to pay the light bill. She got it. So I'm not a weaker man because she, you know, because you know my wife handles the checkbook. No, I'm actually pretty smart as a man because I know I forget stuff. 
Mm-hmm. You so, said something no, very you, important. I know we got to, I know we have, um, you know, we we get to talk about good. this probably for a good little while. Okay, good. But like when you said logic and emotion, those two mm-hmm. things, I think we um, often don't like to admit that those are our strengths because mm-hmm. they're often looked at as weaknesses because they're often misunderstood. Men look to mm-hmm. our emotion as frustration because you all naturally don't identify with that first. And women tend to be more emotional, and we identify with that first, and logic often comes second. So I feel that when that, yes, you can communicate all day, but if, a, if, if we as women never really set ourselves outside of the emotion in the situation and see the logic in what is being stated. Now, mind you, there has to be logic in what is being stated for there to be mm-hmm. grasped in that because, again, there will be another emotion that comes from that when we do go into that space of listening for the logic, turning off the emotions and listening for the logic. When, you, when we tune into that space that there is no logic there, then now there's a whole nother emotion on top of the original emotion. There's frustration on top of that now. Like, oh, see, I tried right. that, and now we're still right. back here, and now where do we go? So, you know, and again, and women, same thing. When we finally, when he finally comes into that soft spot, and he wants to get there with you and, and feel where you've been coming and crying and acting a fool over, he wants to have a real reason. Don't just be because, you know, you and your feelings that day. Like, it because then he's going to be like, for real? Really? We just did yeah. all of this dramatic and all of these theatrics for this and there's still nothing. You're still tripping and I can't fix it still. I can't. There's nothing I can do to get you out of this emotional state. So there has to be a, we have to provide the safe place when we allow that other person in. Once they become vulnerable and said, okay, I'm going to mm-hmm. go there with you, you have to have something there for them to grasp onto or it's going to be that much harder for them to come back into that space with a willing um, spirit the next the next go around and and again I'm yeah. preaching to myself in the same voice that I'm you know saying <laughs> I'm, I'm having this conversation because I, I recognize mm-hmm. that I'm telling you I learned a lot in this because I see a lot of where I have to work and I see a lot of where in growth you see things in hindsight where up oh, that mm, yep you know what I mean yeah. that one of those yeah. aha moments where you can go mm-hmm. back and change some things so. I just think that it's interesting how you have to, that whole part of being willing to see the other side and really participate once you get there is, is major and understanding that we're not built that way, that, that logic and and emotional part is different. I think where, where, where it starts, I think the start of, of this whole thing and what, what helped when it works right, what helps a lot of this is when the initial statement was, was that when we both agree, when we are, when whoever is stronger to complete whatever task in the vision, and so I think what happens a lot of times uh, when we get when we get into this type of stuff in relationships is we don't go into it with an agreed upon vision, and so when it's time to make decisions, if because if we have a vision, so if you know if we have a vision and we say. Listen, our goal, and we agree upon it completely, our goal is within five years to come be completely debt-free, to move to, you know, to have X amount of money in the bank, to, you know, have relocated our, you know, to start having children. And so once we have agreed upon that, 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 that vision and that set of, you know, um, that, that, those goals, now when a situation comes up, we have to say, how does this decision line up or get us to our vision. 
And if it doesn't get us to our vision, then we have to say, okay, this is something we can't do right now because we agree that this is what we were going to do, and this does not help us get to where we want to get to. And so I think, I think that that's part of the biggest issue is that it's very, you know, it's very difficult for us to come to a place where we just completely agree on a vision because, mm-hmm. you know, we want what. Let's be honest, me and that, we want what we want, and so. Right. You know, it's like I want it, and I know I agreed to that two years ago, but right now this, that agreement don't feel good anymore. I need this. And, and so you I have to be open helps. to change in a relationship. You can't expect for everything mm-hmm. to go the way that yeah. it initially Correct. set out to go. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's the whole point of the intermittent communication because when you feel like, oh, wait a minute, this just changed, player. We can't do this no more. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? We point. have to be. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? We got to be in a situation where we can. Con- ha- oh, God, I was about to say a word that ain't a word. When we can okay, have a conversation. <laughs> no. When we can have a conversation that leads to at least some sort of progress. Okay, so how about this? You try your way for about 30 days, I'll try mine. We're going to see which one works best. Or, uh, how about let's do this for a little while, and if that don't work, then we'll go back to that car. I mean, it's just yeah. it's yeah. finding compromise. Now yeah. that is a a gift, and a and that's yeah. why many people um, lose yeah. when they don't go to con- counseling, only because when you go to counseling, you have a whole third party who is trained in finding other outside resolutions, and that's a beautiful thing. You know what I'm saying? Um to be able to be that resourceful and to be trained to be that type of resource. So, you know, um, I I applaud all of my friends who are couples and go to, like, couples therapy-type situations or couples weekends because you get a chance to see other options. There's other ways that people have dealt with situations that you've dealt with, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I think that 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 will lend more to finding proper solutions, keeping open communication and making the progress necessary so that the submission doesn't look like submission. What it looks like is a well-oiled machine because yeah, right. I'm willing right. to say, you know what, baby, your dream, your vision is what is really best for the both of us because it's seen a little bit further through than me going um, to to go do what I thought would be best or what mm-hmm. um, I've been told will be best because I'm supposed to be this strong black woman and I got to carry the torch for everybody and I can't let a man make a decision. The devil is alive. I promise you he's going to be the best decision maker I ever made in my life because he's going to have to. I'm tired. Nobody understands. As a single mother who does it, does it. I'm not talking about just making a I do it. My hustle is far stronger than the struggle and it is Mm -hmm. not easy. And Mm -hmm. it is and, and 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 every woman do not want to sit back and have to do this. Some of us really know. I prefer to have a man in my house. Come take this stuff over. I would really like to just be able to cook your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Make sure you straight, run your bath, water, baby. I'm I, look. I see that as the nice side of life compared to got to hustle, got to talk, got to be in break for these pink for these people in order for me to get a raise. I got to do all of this. I, I don't I don't want to do none of that. I'm forced to do all of that because I have to take care of my house. Really? Single woman yeah. frustration. 26 yeah. <laughs> What? Yeah. yeah. Y'all started it. Y'all know I don't have no problem. No, you're good. <laughs> I, no, no. I, 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 
I said, I was about to say, listen, I don't know what y'all did to Keisha today, but she is on fire. Oh, oh, Whatever y'all did to Keisha, Lord, she, look, give, do it again next week. <laughs> no, no. You said no, not another week of that, huh? No, I really just want to be so peaceful. Man, I'm ready to sleep right now. I just want to say, I just want to say that whoever the man is that uh, that that marries the teacher, I just want you to know. That when the day that she comes, you come in the house and she got your breakfast made and your lunch made and the house clean. Just call me because I want to sit there and watch. I know she she could do it. Don't get me wrong, but I just want to mm-hmm. see it because I could, I want to see her bouncing around and just like floating on air. Hey, you to do yeah. it, moment. <laughs>
just make it tap out. I'm horse great, yeah, yeah. See, I'm a fool with the game. Hey, bring your friend and maybe we can do the switch thing. Tell no one night stands. That's too short. And baby got that fire cherry like Newport. I think tonight was made for us. I work her out now, sweating like her slave in love. Yeah, I'm hard, but she's drunk when I hard lift up. Just to keep it hyped up, so it back like sleep flickers. Yeah, I'm candy cane, wanna taste, girl, do it. Feet laid, so she can get right to it. Hey, rest all on her back with a night rack on top of that. Hey, GPS a G spot, next stop on my map. Uh, headed down south, make hay below the waist. Uh, blow up back out, uh, boom like a 808. All right, that was Slow Jams by Cash King. Uh, mm-hmm. this, yeah, I like the song. Uh, this uh, yep. section of the show is brought to you by Curvy Kitten and Rent a Big Man Clothing. If you are looking for a plus-size uh, clothing, uh, fashionable plus-size clothing uh, from um, some of the newest and hottest lines, then go to www.com. Walkroyal.com, www.walkroyal.com, and take a look at the curvy kitten line, ladies, and the women big man line for men. So this week has not been has been the billion. I don't think I thought has been a billionaire battle. Um, now that both the uh, Republican and Democratic national conventions are over, uh, the candidates have now hit the trail. And the big stories are, um, if you guys saw the convention, the Democratic convention, there was a uh, Muslim uh, family, or husband, excuse me, husband and wife, that talked about um, their son who uh, was born, came to, here, came to America at the age of two, they became citizens, um, went to Iraq and was killed in the Iraqi war. And since then, and Donald Trump followed their speech by tweeting um, that the husband looked like a nice man, but the wife uh, didn't say anything, probably because she was not allowed to. Um, And so that created a storm, um, which in turn after that uh, created, again, started, not created, but started this billionaire battle. Um, So this week, now that they're on the trail, uh, billionaire Warren Buffett, um, who, those of you guys who know, is the uh, chief executive officer of uh, Berkshire Hathaway. Uh, Mark Cuban, who is, uh, owns the Dallas Mavericks and several other companies. And Michael Bloomberg, who is the former mayor of New York, all of which are billionaires, have now come out in support of Hillary Clinton. Uh, Warren Buffett is now on the campaign trail with her, um, and he says to um, about his, uh, Trump's statement to 
uh, the Khan family, the Muslim family, he says, Mr. Trump, have you no decency? Um, he says that basically that Trump is, um, is, you know, has no decency and will say, what, say anything that's inappropriate. Mark Cuban says that the reason that he supports Hillary Clinton is because he is, uh, that Trump scares him. And another article, he, <laughs> said, he says that he called Trump and told him that at some point, you have to start doing the work to learn how to be, if you want to be the president, but he, that he doesn't know anything and that he is scared, that the idea of him being the president of the United States scares him because he has no knowledge of what it takes to be a president or um, any of the issues that have to do uh, with being the president of the United States. So it's been interesting. And Trump blasted back at Michael Bloomberg, who spoke at the Democratic National Convention, by saying that um, that he doesn't understand why Bloomberg is now against him when he was when he was uh, mayor of New York, he was working with Trump on certain issues. So it's been a pretty interesting week um, for uh, for our fellow for our billionaires, and um, and yeah, and, and and Trump is he's not doing too good. He's not doing mm-hmm. too good. So uh, what do you guys, your ladies, what are your thoughts? That's all I can say. That deep breath, that deep breath is never a good thing. Man, this whole race is an insult to my intelligence. I'm irritated now. I'm being forced to go behind somebody that I really don't think that I did not believe in from the beginning, just because I don't want him to win. This is the move. That's all I'm. That's all I got for you, for real. On this whole election, it's some boo. And yeah. all y'all, oh my God. Well, you gotta vote for Hillary because we don't want to vote for Trump. Yes, because if we all, if the problem is everybody won't vote for a third party. So what they do, what will end up happening is Democratic vote gets split, and then the Republicans still gonna vote Republican because they're more committed to the party oh. than they are to actual. The, to actually the country, but whatever. You know what I'm saying? So it's really like, oh, my God, everybody vote for Hillary because if you don't mm-hmm. vote for Hillary, the orange man wins. That the orange man? <laughs> <laughs> he um, is. He is so he orange. He is orange. Whoever does his tan is well, terrifying and Tito. terrible. Just, <laughs> like, I mean, a spray tan would have been better. Like, it's terrible. It's scary. He looks like a big old orange peel. Um yeah. No. No, I'm not I'm not okay with any of this. I feel like um I'm being hoodwinked and bamboozled. I wanna just lead a country. Um I'm trying to find out what teacher way talking about. I'm serious. Um, and some other um organizations <laughs> to pay for you to be out of the country for a couple years. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I could do a couple times and come back when we reelected somebody that got some sense, you know what I'm saying? Or um, some commitment or that is actually worth electing as a president of the country. Because um, right now I'm just not, I mean, I don't file for the okie doke. I don't care who, I mean, um, everybody's telling me to vote for, because to be perfectly honest, I'm not going to hold y'all up. Obama told us to, to vote for who is the mayor of Chicago, uh, Mr. Emmanuel Rahm, and Rob that ain't working out too good yeah. either. Yeah, 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 you know, mm-hmm, that's that true. Too. And that ain't work too good either. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I ain't all, yay, Obama didn't say vote for him. I got her. No, uh-huh. I did not say right. that. I didn't know. Right. No. Mm-mm. Sorry. But I ain't dumb enough to um, denounce my people and act like I'm not black and say don't vote. That way. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But, you yeah, know. I'm not. You know what? I, 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 I agree with you. I think that's the, that is probably 
one of you know we usually always you know every time it's an election we always say we vote for the lesser two evils, but I don't think that it's ever been. I don't even think I, I don't ever think it's been this bad. Like where one side you were just like, oh no, this dude is a real fool. Like with in the, like in the past. <laughs> In the past, right. in the past, I'm not being funny. In the past, like with 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 um, the second Bush, it was like okay, like I'll be, I was like okay, I agree with him on social issues, but his economic issues are like way whack. What does this do? You know? And then it was like with with um, because he ran against Kerry, John Kerry, and so it was like again with Kerry, it was like okay. He okay, yeah, I can get with him on this area, but these are really bad, you know. So you can, but with this one, it's like, oh, this dude ain't the only thing that you can possibly want is to see what he could do. Possibly, it's like, well, maybe he could do something with the economy. That's like all you can really think about. Well, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe he could, you know what I mean? he could do something with the economy. Maybe. I don't want to see what he could do with uh, the economy. Mm-mm. No, how many bankruptcies has he filed? Who are we gonna go bankrupt well, to? My thing no, is, thank you. My thing is the bank, the bankruptcy doesn't bother me. What bothers me because the bankruptcy is is, is just the whack thing. That's how they that. do it. It's the fact that it's the fact that you have number one. The reason I say it from the economy standpoint is he obviously understands in theory that jobs need to come back and that you know that that basically our the way our trade deals are set up we lose, meaning we import the things that we import into this country, they don't pay a tariff or a tax on, but anything we export into those countries, we have to pay a tariff or a tax on, and most of those things, we're priced so out of the market that they don't buy our things as much as we buy their things. So the fact that he addresses that and says, if that's a problem, we need to fix that, I can get with that, and I agree with that. But outside of that, it's like, um, yeah, dude, you, you – you talking about building a wall that Mexico gonna pay for? You talking about um, you gonna what did he say? He gonna a wall that Mexico is gonna pay for? Then his, his no more Muslims. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gonna make them enter a registry. Um, you know, it's just like then now he he said today something about you know Russia or on George Stephanopoulos. So they were asking him about what he thought about. Um, Putin moving into the Ukraine, he was like, Putin's not going to go into the Ukraine. And Stephanopoulos was like, uh, he's already there. What are you talking about? No, right. he's there, but he's really not there. Like, no, you just didn't know what you were talking about. Mm-hmm. And you got caught gotcha. off guard because you don't know what you're talking about. And then, right. yeah, did y'all see that this this man potentially <laughs> in an interview gave away top secret information? Did y'all see that one? Like, you just know already. Yeah, like they gave him, they allowed him to go into a security briefing, you know, to let him know what was going on. And they get a certain level of clearance now at this point. They, right. So, yeah. Yeah. So he goes out and gives some information that, like, he wasn't supposed to say. He said what he said was oh. something about a U.S. base in another country that's supposed to be closed. And so they were like, what? Wait, that was closed long. You know what I mean? And so now they're like, oh, God, this stuff that they gave information that he ain't supposed to give it. So it's like, dude, you're just careless and reckless, and you you don't know what you're doing. So, but then on the other side, like you said, it's like I, she still ain't said, she ain't said nothing to me. No. And she, and she in this thing. And she why would you? 
Yeah, why would you? He's writing. He's doing the full stuff. The majority of her campaigns, even, are nothing but his words. Like you don't even hear her voice or anyone else's voice until this is paid and endorsed for by Hillary Clinton. You know what I mean? Like I I approve this message thing. You don't need to say anything, and they're actually overlooking really solid stuff that could could actually just plain as day, fair and square, hurt Hillary Clinton if they were actually to stay on track and on focus with what is going on like in the real world, aside from what he's fussing about. The the news yeah. is now generated. This political campaign is being ran and generated based on what pisses Donald Trump off from day to day. And it's totally neglecting the fact that there are people at the DNC who are being fired or resigning as of today from the, the, the Debbie Wasserman situation with the, the, the mm-hmm. WikiLeaks thing that's happened. Mm-hmm. There are people still being fired from that. There's still situations mm-hmm. where no one knows anything about that. We're not talking about mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? And that's mm-hmm. something that could, that could be real, you know, that's real ammo instead of him being... Mm-hmm. Petty back and forth, and oh lord! Did you see the Paul Ryan thing where he's now he's pulled his he's pulled his endorsement from Paul Ryan? No, talking about that he's oh yeah he's now all of a sudden um, today um, because of the way Paul Ryan and um, McCain went at him for his 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 comments about uh, Mr. Khan. They because of his comments about that, now he's pulled his endorsement. He's saying that he's not really ready. You remember when Paul Ryan said he's not quite there yet, he's just not there? He used those exact words to describe his reason for not really being behind Paul Ryan. He says, you know, I like Paul Ryan. He's okay, but we need a strong leader right now, a really strong leader, and I, I'm just not sure he's the one. You know, I'm just, I'm just not ready yet. We'll see. I'm just not ready. And he says the same thing about McCain. Now, Paul Ryan is going into a re-election like within a week or so. And he might not be too affected by this situation, but McCain is going to be. He's got a couple things coming up here later on in October and then further further on. And his situation might not be as solid as as Paul Ryan's is right now. And what's so mm-hmm. crazy is Paul Ryan had even kind of given him a little leeway, like extended the olive branch and had endorsed oh, yeah, him. He, he introduced he him did. at the, you know what I mean? Gave him the little VP pick, introduced him at the convention and, and did all of that. And then he's lightweight being blindsided at this point um, by him saying yeah. that. But then he was so smooth. He's so, he, I, Paul Ryan, you know, I, I dig the way he does his politics. He doesn't like to get dirty. I like the fact that he doesn't really stoop down and play, play that petty back more. and forth thing. No, not anymore, right, because of the position that he holds. So I appreciate that. I can appreciate that. That's gross. But what he said was he was like, I never needed his endorsement. Like, I wasn't looking for his endorsement for this in the first place. Like, I got this. And that he, he didn't go back and forth. He didn't address the fact that he used the same verbiage other people are. But he, he straight up said, like, I never was really looking for his endorsement. That wasn't what I was here for in the first place. I'm doing my job. I'm going to go ahead and do my my little race, and I'm keeping it, keeping it pushing. So, speaking of that, yeah, you know what you, what you just hit on. What you what you hit on is actually something I was going to say too. Is that you know that we don't a person does not have to um, vote for. You don't have to pick a president, but I think I read is eighty eight percent. I mean, a good a large portion of your congressional seats are up um, for reelection this year. So even if you don't feel comfortable voting for a particular president, which I, I would hope I hope a person would, it's still necessary to vote because you have to remember that you've got all these Senate and congressional seats that are uh, in the House seats, excuse me, 
that are open that are just as vital um, for a president. So as a president, you know, you do have the ability to set policy, but if you don't have a Congress to approve it, unless you veto it, um, and then now they do the filibuster, but uh, when they can't do the filibuster, um, you, you need a Congress. So, so, for example, you know, as we watched President Obama during his first tenure, he had a very difficult time getting through anything because he had a, major, a, a, a Republican majority Congress. So if you're going to vote or if you're not sure for some, sure on one person, then still vote, you know, for your congressman or for your congresswoman or your House of Representatives person so that way that system is still in place. Now, I'm not saying, you know, you vote, you know, vote whatever, but just vote. My point is you can still vote even if you choose not it's to pick. 469 you know, seats. 469 yeah, seats of grass, grass, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I wanted to grab that while you were talking about the whole needing to vote, my bad. I wasn't trying to overtake yeah. you, sorry. No, no, you're fine. Go <laughs> pick it. Yeah, pick, vote something, vote, and participate. Something Agreed. So, yeah, so uh, yeah, so that was interesting. Um, That was very interesting um, um, going on this week because, yeah, I think I, I keep saying they got until November. They got to November. Somebody need to do something because neither of them, in my opinion, have addressed my concerns and my vote. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm, I'm not picking nobody. To y'all, y'all got to earn it. I'm gonna do like. I'm gonna do like. Uh, like like y'all do when y'all want to date. Y'all, you got to pursue me. Pursue my vote. Hello. <laughs> 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 You're not coming back to. Carrie Wilson on Scan Carrie on Candle. Like you got to earn me. I swear that's what I thought of. You started. I was just waiting on the Olivia Pope reference. Get my vote. Get my vote. I'm not voting for you because you're a Democrat. I'm not voting for you because you're independent or Republican. Earn my vote. Deal with my issues and tell me how you're gonna fix it. Until you do that, I'm just gonna sit here and watch you. Because they're being lazy. At this point, it feels like they're being lazy. All, they, all you yeah. hear really is I how she's different from him and how he's going to get her. Like, there's really no, Look. like you I said, there's no pursuing. There's no, and, no chase. Yep, and I suggest every person do that, especially every African-American person, male and female. Make them earn your vote because African-Americans um, are the deciding factor in this election. They haven't addressed your issues at this point because they have not been forced to. But if we don't vote, Trump wins. If we vote, however we vote, that's who wins, period, point, and blank. Have however we decided we vote, what we want to vote? That's what we need to do. That's the first thing that know, we should do is decide what it is that we want <laughs> and then come to the table. Because at this point, they pick, they cherry-picking based on who's hollering the most this week. And their views of what what we want changes based on what we tweet about. And we don't tweet about nothing longer than a week or two. Go ahead. You're right. And Twitter is not my fault. Twitter just, I mean, I don't understand why they feel like Twitter is such the the defining factor. But that is what I've been hearing is that, oh, it's all about whatever is making Donald Trump upset on Twitter this week. Fudge. Are y'all serious? Uh Yeah, it's, is it's, this what it came to? That's what a lot of the news. That's what a lot of the news news getting their information from, unfortunately. But we'll figure. Like I said, address my issues. Take me out to dinner. Court me. 
Rub my bald head. You feel me? You know, oh, baby. Make me some chicken. Y'all better figure it out. I'm about to say, he needs his fried chicken up in there. Y'all better figure it out. If not, hey, I might listen. What's the name? Gary Johnson might win. I don't know. Somebody, somebody going to get my vote. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to give it to you just because. Just because. Or Jill Stein. Some, one of them could get it. So... Yeah, Jill might get mad while they do crap. Whisper, listen, yeah. whisper sweet nothings in my ear. Something. Y'all better uh-huh. do something. This is not working right. Not the way it's supposed to work right no. now. <laughs> this is not how this works. It's not. I mean, I ain't seen nothing about my HBCUs. Y'all cutting funding. I haven't seen that. Y'all haven't said nothing about what y'all going to do about you know, about all of these shootings and police brutality. You haven't addressed that. You haven't addressed Oof. any you haven't addressed the fact that African Americans have the highest unemployment in of any section of the population. You haven't addressed the fact that why is it that not only do I have the highest unemployment, but I have the lowest wages of any sec- segment of, of population in this country. You address, nobody has addressed any of that. Y'all haven't addressed any of the income inequality. You haven't addressed the rare lining. That happens in this country, which means my property value is automatically 20% lower, even though it's the same house in another community. You haven't addressed any of that. How are you going to deal with it? Until you tell me how you're going to deal with it, you don't love me. Show me some love. Huh. I digress. In that order. So, mm. yeah. Show me, tell me something. Tell me something. So, but what's so, what's so cold about what you just said is you just told a lot of people that for the very first time. What you just said was the first time a lot of people heard over half of the issues you just stated. I mean, look, it's numbers. Look at it. In the country, we have about a 5% unemployment rate right now. You know what the African-American unemployment rate is right now? The true African-American unemployment rate is close to 20%. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Close to 20. When I say the true number, it's because the way unemployment is, is, is actually looked at, it's looked at based upon after a certain period of time, you fall off of the You're number. actively looking. Yeah, stop counting. So they consider you no longer because actively looking. Yeah. Exactly. So if you add the people who we who don't have jobs, all of the who don't have, you're talking 20% of the country, of the African-American country don't have jobs, and you wonder why we shooting each other? As a man, as a man, if I can't find a job, yes, I'm frustrated. And don't let me have any kids because guess what? My kids don't eat. And I'm not saying it's right, but it's survival of the fittest. And that's how people are living. You know, address it at the roots. Address my concerns. And and I'm just poor people. Think about it. As As a middle class person, you're seeing prices of everything go up, but you're you're not getting raises. So what what do you do? Like seriously, what do you do? And having to work ten times harder because your business is cutting, and you're doing the work of two and three extra people at the same time. Everybody frustrated, underpaid, and overworked. Yep, so it's a problem. So all right, yeah, 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 yeah. So student loans. That's my student. Address my student loan issue too. Listen, I I, I understand. Yeah, address my student loan issue. Yeah, student loans. Student loans, address it. Why are they there? Yeah. I don't know. Why Listen, I've already there? said it. If a, All if other countries find ways to pay for their students to be educated because they care. Because they know that they're going to do the part. It's privatized. We've privatized. I'm going to Barbados. We've been part of it.
privatized student loan. This is it is a racket. It's a racket. It's so much of a racket. If you think about it, what makes it even a bigger racket is student loans are the only thing, unless you get an exemption, that you cannot even write off in bankruptcy. Nope. Cannot do it. You can't. You cannot declare when you declare bankruptcy. You can't get rid of student loans. It's a racket. You can get rid of everything. Student else, loans and taxes. You can't get rid of student loans. <laughs> you can't get rid of student loans. Because so, they want their money. So, all right, we got to take a break real quick. Again, if you have a question or a comment, you all can give us a call um, at 929-477-2304. That's 929-477-2301, um, excuse me, 2304, and press the number one so that way we know that you um, have a question or a comment. We're going to go to break real quick, and we're going to do uh, Queen, right? We're doing Queen from Nothing to Something, and after this we're going to get into our hot topic. Hot topic. Mm-hmm. Hot topic. I could get like some theme music from that. We're going to get some theme music from hot topic. So we'll be back right after this song. Yes. Leave a little something for my 
right. That was, that was nothing, something, nothing. I like that song. I like the, I like the little guitar in the, mm-hmm. in the back. So anyway, but that was from uh, Nothing to Something. And now we are, we are at our hot topics. All right, so um, this week's hot topic or our question uh, for our hot topic, because we posted, uh, if you're not in the scoop group, first of all, you need to get in there because, uh, they, and they, 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 and be going really down. Good <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really good conversation. So you need to, and it ain't even a DM, y'all. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. It goes down. Like a creeper. <laughs> ain't nobody trying to show you they situation. It's all adult conversation, right. and I love it. It's adult conversation. Yes, I do too. And so uh, this week, the que- the hot topic was or is um, the question is which one will send you running faster from a relationship. The choices are A, constant arguing, B, no quality time, C, no sex, and D, boring relationship. Um, so before we talk about ladies, what were your, um, what, which one would you pick and why? I'll start with uh, Keisha. Which one would you pick and why? No time with me. <laughs> oh, I started with you. Because <laughs> honestly, no quality time, no sex or boring relationship. All of it sounds too trifling and confusing to me. I'm pick not one. even gonna hold you up. That's why I said don't start with one. me. Just pick one. I, I can't. Like That's that. why I didn't respond. <laughs> I love when we put up those questions. And you say pick one, and they'd and be like, all of the above. No, that's not all one. All of the above. That's yeah, not that one of them. Me. <laughs> that would be me. That all, of, that all of them are equally are equally uh, bad. Yeah. No communication. Yeah. <laughs> that's garbage. You ain't spending no time. Miss me. Nope. No sex. Come on now. It wouldn't even be a relationship. And boring. boring. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's a wrap. Constantly yeah. arguing, uh, yeah, yeah. I ain't got time for that, and I don't want to be put in a position where I gotta argue. I yeah, just I that's nerve wracking. I agree. Q, what you think? Hey, um, I say the arguing because the others can be worked on, counseled, put effort to. That constant arguing often shows that there is a definite difference in overall viewpoint of the world. Like, we are missing each other. Like, there's a compatibility issue. Um, You don't always feel the most excited in your relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. sometimes there are boring spells where you'd be like, okay, like, that's how that's how the whole spice up your life. That's where that comes from. You know, put some spice back in it. That's the natural ebb and flow, if, you know, to repeat what we used earlier when we intro the show, the ebb and flow of a relationship, you know what I'm saying? So there's, there's mm-hmm. going to be some dry spells. Not everybody is, you know, a porn star, so to speak. So you have to, and there are times <laughs> when you don't feel so sexy. So, you you know, the sex might not be the, the most awesome in the world, and that's men as well. Men go through different stages within life where they don't always feel the most raring to go as we expect them to. That's a stigma that carries men, you know, that 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 sticks to men way more than they'd like to admit that it should. You know what I'm saying? So that's, I would like to say I have a yet to experience that part of my life. I just want to throw that out there. 
Thank you. It's noted. It's noted. It's true, though. <laughs> that's, those types of comments feel the anonymous. You know, you get all the comments <laughs> for those stories. They're like the four-page stories in the in the book, but all the comments are from an anonymous source or a man who'd like to remain mm-hmm. anonymous, you know, nameless, that type of thing. But it happens. But, you know, basically I looked at those other things as pretty much those things can kind of change throughout the relationship and can be worked on one way or the other. Now, if after giving a genuine effort, then it's still nothing, then, yeah, do what you do. But I think that arguing is a telltale sign that something is rooted wrong you know what i mean and like there that might be something once we start if once we were arguing now every time we come together there's an argument that's something wrong and that's probably a good chance to say yeah we're not there's too much is done this time i'm gonna wrap this thing on up plus i need my peace even without all of that other thesis i just stated like peace is important and i'm not gonna be arguing with you yeah. and then expected to lay down with you all the time like damn that i'm can't not gonna do, do it that. can't do it Mm-mm. yeah that's just a can't simple plain you know of it all i'm not <laughs> yeah, I pick. I would. I pick since I pick. Follow the rules. Uh, I pick. Mm-hmm. I pick a two. I can't do the constant arguing. Um, I just can't do it. The back and forth drives me up absolutely up a wall. So I, I couldn't do that. Um, I was surprised that so many people picked that. So of the, it's over two thirds of the answers were actually that uh, were a, and that's the constant arguing. So I was surprised um, to see that because I thought um, I thought that the men would say A and I thought the ladies would say no pause guy. But I was wrong because, again, there were a lot of ladies. I get why, but I just thought the ladies would be more into that than, um, than the, the constant argument. It was a very interesting discussion about it, um, and, you know, I, I'm going to keep saying that for once. I did not pick the right I was I did not pick the right answer for the group. I didn't. So Yeah, that's the peace is important, especially in today. You leave out of the world and you know, every day you wake up and go out into the day, there's an opportunity of opposition. Every time you turn around, when you come home, every everybody wanna just be still sometimes. Sometimes I just wanna look at you. Like I don't wanna say nothing. I don't wanna be not like just look at you and be like, Damn dude, you made it me too. You know what I mean? Like and like a mental yeah. made it. You know what I mean? Like we we back here in the same space. We we you know, someday you want to do that, but if you can't, if you don't like the person, that's a genuine, that's a, do I like you? You know what I mean? If we constantly arguing, that lets you, I really don't dig you that much. That that says something more than just today was a bad day. That constant argument, I think constant, that trigger word was more than anything. An argument every now and again is healthy. But if we, no, that's yeah. not, that's yeah. not. Yeah. All right, well, that's our hot topic for the week. That's our hot topic. Um, so, again, if you are not a part of the Scoop Facebook group, then you need to request it now. And if you are in the Scoop group, you know that you can add people at your leisure. Um, the more the merrier, of course, you know, make sure they the right person because we just don't want everybody. No, I'm kidding. Um, but mm-hmm. you know, drama, of course. Kind of, not really. Drama. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> Sorry, but, yeah, we don't want no drama. But, you know, a little excitement is okay, but a whole lot too. So, yeah, so that was our hot topic for the week. I'm telling you, I got to get some music. I got to get some music for it. Yeah. All right, so we're going to go ahead and take our um, take <laughs> next break, and we got um, – you can introduce this one, Takesha. You know, I can't do that. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. 
I got it. We're going to go with a... We're going to intro Black Lives Matter by Mr. Rasham Big Bean Coleman. Can't do it. Can't do it. Rasheem Big Bean Coleman. I deserve to live like you. Yeah. I deserve to breathe like you. Yeah. I'm standing in this booth. Aiming at they cerebellum. My young black youth. I got to be careful what you tell them. Well beyond whether they are CEOs or running banks like Mary Bond's intelligent, but they rather see us catching bullets. Black skin threatens them, so they go to the hip and pull it.
Difficulties, um, especially for people who have been inboxing me because they cannot see the post. Well, you have to subscribe to the page um, in order to see the post. You know, you're not going to see them. I promise you, because they're they. What comes across your Facebook is uh, popular or most recent, and I post in the middle of the night, so I won't be your most recent at 9 o'clock in the morning. And um, if nobody is paying attention or liking it, it won't be a popular post. So, again, you need to subscribe so you can see all the posts. Yay. Mm -hmm. Um, And we'll be happy, happy, happy to serve you and make sure that you get all of your needs met. Um, Actually, I do have a class coming up on the – 27th in Chicago. Um, if you're interested, inbox us. Um, the fee for this class is $50. And what you get with the class is, um, yeah, let's just say it's amazing. It's almost $100 for our product. Let me find yeah. out. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's almost $100 worth of products for the class. Um, this one is, uh, uh, can I say this on the radio? Go ahead. Well, yeah, no, I, huh? Go ahead. What's that? Okay. Yeah, so this is a fellatio class, ladies. So um, I have a lot of uh, goodies for you um, that will come uh, with your paid registration. So, yes, inbox us if you're interested and you have not seen the post. Um, There is very limited space. Um, we only have room for 10 people, and I have seven signed up, so you are more than welcome to try to get them last three seats. Okay. Uh, moving into what I like to talk about, um, here lately there have been a lot of um, movements for us. So we've moved into, you know, banking black as a people, which is a beautiful, beautiful thing. Um and it is a sign of economic progress for us. Um, but we also have to be aware of buying black and black innovation. So um, the first thing I want to talk about are these young individuals who have uh, developed the smart mat to help in- mm-hmm. people who have diabetes avoid amputation. Um, anybody who is fluent in what happens with diabetics, um, if you are diabetic, your extremities tend to suffer to the point that they have to be cut off. Let's just put it that way. And I have a uh, friend who has lost three toes so far um, because he just won't control his diabetes. Uh, well, these geniuses have created um, new technology that promises to reduce the risk of amputation among people um, who have oh, really diabetes. Awesome. And I am super, super proud of them. Um, They are from Jackson State University, HBCU. Yes. Um, And I am just excited because 
this just so, shows that, you know, although we have been moving for all of our youth to go to college, um, I wanted to see what are they producing, what what is coming from that, like the hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt. Um, show me that our students are still able to achieve greatness in that particular system. So this is really awesome. Um, the way that it works, according to this article, um, it sends early warning signals um, that will prevent ulceration and amputation risk resulting from diabetes complications. Mm-hmm. I think that it is something that should be tested, like we test on many other drugs and other things. Um, I think that it should be given a try um, by some of our larger medical facilities, um, especially all of these wonderful diabetic clinics that are being built now because it's big business in diabetes, but be it the insulin, the pills, um, uh-huh. and the diet. Um, and so it is big It is big business. Um, and 13.2% of all African-Americans aged 20 or older are generally diagnosed with diabetes. So it is an African-American issue wow. as well. Um, yeah. And because we are 1.7 times more likely to have diabetes than our white counterparts, it is definitely something that we um, have the opportunity to uh, take control of in that if we support them and this project and this idea, uh, we will move more into the 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 economics of it all and saying that we support what works for us, not just what you are willing to give us, because some of what you are willing to give us doesn't really work for us. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how do y'all feel about this situation from the awesome. wonderful Jackson State University? Awesome. Very yeah. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very impressive. Yeah. We it's have a local, need a and went and attacked it. Yeah. We have a local doctor here who does a lot of stuff with, um, uh, you know, helping diabetics not lose limbs and stuff like that. But anything in that area, like you said, because we are so – affected by it. Um, I mean, it's so much to it. I mean, we were talking to the group today about, you know, life insurance. And even from to that point, I mean, your ability to do anything um, is affected when you have, when you know, when you develop diabetes. So, I mean, like life insurance and buying that becomes more difficult and more expensive. Um, you know, the the cost of treatments are ridiculously expensive. The you know like you said and if you you know if a person doesn't doesn't take care of themselves what it does and how it deteriorates the body I mean it's just a lot and then for men it affects your some it affects your libido um, like and that's for me a huge thing um, so I mean it affects everything every part of your life is can be affected people go blind uh, because of it so you know it's a huge area so the more we can do. A, to help prevent it, and B, to help the quality of life improve um, if someone has it, would be it's huge. It's huge. So salute to those men. Definitely salute. Definitely. Yeah. And for me, I think um, I just, just us working on solutions for what affects us most makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that just paying attention to this says, okay, look, everybody has a lane. Evidently, they're staying in theirs. 
They didn't talk right. about the election. They didn't talk about, right. you know, what engineers need to be doing. They didn't talk. No, they stayed in their land. They said diabetes affects our people. We need to work on the solution there. And that's what I'm talking about. Like, we really got to start paying attention to where we're supposed to be and go versus monitoring what everybody else is doing and using it as a reason for why we don't do what we're supposed to do. That's true. Well, I'm very sure excited have. about the next generation championing their uh, their movements and doing what it takes to 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 be better, to be more. I guess. True, right? Because as it stands, I still stand kind of like where you. We talk about self care. Self care is always number one. If we are the best to our bodies first, we won't have to rely so much on health care to put us back together because we, you know, it's important to remember that currently health care is in the prevention, in the, in the whole, they're here to um, treat, not to cure. You know what I mean? They're here for the treatment, not really for the cure. So the better we are to ourselves from the jump, the better we are overall. Now, it's awesome that we are making it so that when we do have to go get the treatment, it's you know, can give us the best overall experience. But I think the goal in itself is to not need the treatment from the word go. So the ways that we can prevent it, we should do better to take care of that. we got to be better to our bodies. It's it's cool to be alive. Who cares if it's yeah. cool? You know what I mean? Like living is what's cool, not necessarily big-ass plates we keep eating. Sorry, but that's real yeah. Stop it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I'd rather you be cool alive than, oh, she used to could cook. Girl, she could cook. Could, passion. Yeah. No. Yeah. I want to be able to, I need to can cook right now. <laughs> I need right. to be able to <laughs> eat it you know, this Sunday. <laughs> you know what? And, and I would say this, do, like, do it in moderation. Yeah. I mean, like, yep. you, we can still yep. do, like, we can still do something. But, you know what I mean? You just, you know, do it. Slow down. Like, you can't all, mm-hmm. slow down a little bit. You know, I was I was laughing even I was laughing at myself because um, the other day I was you know I, I made some chicken last I made some chicken and I was like you know what I made baked and fried but I had like huh. one piece of fried chicken and then like three pieces of baked chicken and I'm like okay so I got the fried feeling you crave that taste but yeah <laughs> yeah without overdoing it and you know and ruining my entire day so i mean do it in moderation and i think you know we don't have to always you know overdo it we don't have to always you know you can do it in small portions you can do it and you know just try it that way you don't have to I, i'm not because everybody can't quit cold turkey period mm-hmm. everybody mm-hmm. can't do it so you got to slowly push slowly back your way down back your way down Cause we gotta do better, man. I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of diabetes, man. I'm tired of it. I love it. I mean, all of these diseases—diabetes, heart disease. I mean, all of it. It's all about yeah. your eating habits and how you take care of you. So, yeah. And we just haven't been that type of people. We've been, um, since you know, since we're here, we've been trained to take care of other people and value. Uh, taking care of other people more than we do value taking care of ourselves, and that's not okay right. at all. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, I agree. So. The other conversation we should have is about creating black jobs. Um, black 
Business by the name of TTE Trump at Enterprises 400 LLC, long, long name. Them is going to be what I refer to them as. Um, they're launching a Healing Summer 2016 initiative um, in an attempt to generate 16 million or more jobs uh, to heal African Americans. Now, it sounds wonderful to um, want to create jobs among us. Um, I think that the idea is amazing because I think it is necessary as we continue to move to economic stability. Um, What I really wanted them to do was to identify what companies we have in existence that would warrant this number. You know what I'm saying? Like, how many African-American businesses have the ability to create, develop, and pay these types of jobs right now? And if they are not in existence, you know, I needed to see a more structured um, plan for how they intend to work these businesses or account for these numbers. So it is a wonderful idea. It is, because I think it's necessary Um we have been marginalized in the workplace for many, many, many different reasons, all the way down to the style of our hair um, or the look of poverty because you can't get out of poverty. I don't know. I don't know, though, because I know a lot of people that's in poverty that look like money, and I know a lot of people that's got uh. money that look like poverty. Mm-hmm. Uh. But, um, you know, it's, it's just that, to me, that this leaves much to be desired. But I think that it was more about just putting – this company um, out there and their goal of uh, creating jobs. And I would love to see this come into fruition. I would. Um, I just feel like there needs to be more uh, of a blueprint. When you say that this is what you want to do, tell me how you intend to do it. How will you um, rally the, the owners of these businesses? Because we have like seven different websites right now that are supposed uh-huh. to be the conglomerates of black businesses across the country. So how do you, with that and the people who still don't report that they own a black business for one reason or another, you know, how do you bring these uh, owners together to work to develop their businesses to a point that they can hire the 16 million people? Um, I don't think that it's something that cannot be done. I'm just saying that um, I would love to be on the ground floor so that we can see what, what, and how this will better reach uh, more than just the Georgia, which is where they are right now. Um, I don't know. How do you feel about this, WB? You know, I I am, again, I, I think some of the same concerns that you do. I think it's obviously great, you know, to add jobs, but I'm interested to see where the jobs are, what kind of trainings and things like that are going to take place. So that's kind of the stuff that I'm thinking, you know, let's let's get some more detail and we can see. Um, but I definitely like the direction and I think that it's needed uh, for whatever reason. But I've been saying for, you know, for a while is that we've got to get to the point where if we don't um, start, if we don't start um, picking up more jobs in the STEM areas, we're in trouble anyway. So I'm hoping uh-huh. that in you know, that that's the type of area that, that these uh, positions they're looking to add to and not um, 
not all bad. I'm not saying anything is bad, but within, but with you know, just you know, your retail um, type positions because you know those are the positions that are projected over the next 15, 20 years to be where the bulk of the jobs in our economy are going to come from. And I'm sorry, we can't cut it. You know, you can't create a ton of wealth on fifteen dollars, you know, on eleven dollars an hour. So, so I just want to see again. It's, it's, it's Again, it's nothing against people who make make you know make eleven dollars an hour. But my point is, is you know, is I I'd like to see some opportunities for people who have the same skills, you know, to become you know your engineers and your doctors and um, you know and your lawyers and your scientists and you know things like that. So, yeah. So yeah. Keenan, what you think about the project? I'm I'm in the same boat. I need to see more details. I love the spirit of it where it, you know, the need. It's, I'm all about solutions. We've been identifying problems for a very long time. So I will be willing to at least hear out just about anything that has a solid foundation and, you know what I mean, that is, that is really rooted in something that's meant to help the people. So, I'm will I'm I'm going to keep my eye on it. I'm definitely willing to watch it because again, we have to make sure that we're we're investing in what's going to continue to grow us. And and that's going to be major. Not necessarily what's simple or the hot the buzz the buzz careers and and technologies right now like really go where someone needs to tune in and really be forward thinking and what's going to capture the wealth that we been lacking, like in a way, kind of play catch up. Like it's not even just a matter of being equal at this point. We're we're in some ways behind in that game, so we need somehow, some way to accelerate our advantage, so to speak. So as we come up with these things and problems solve, I would like for us to be forward thinking and how are we going to be able to sustain this space once we enter it? Because it's going to be new and it's going to be rough. It ain't. It's not going to be easy initially. So. We have to think about big picture goals when we invest yeah. this type of money. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I agree. True. Well, agree. here we go with this. You know, sometimes you just get tired of the yeah. world. I'm tired of the world. I'm tired of the world. I'm I'm tired of I need a drink. Um, this, <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, this young lady, um, Korean games. Um, I don't even know how to feel right now. I'm getting frustrated, tired, irritated. Um, I've been this way since 2013, real talk. And, um, you can talk till you're blue in the face, but till you're ready to do something, don't. Um, because, I've been out here in these streets and doing a lot in my own community. I don't, I'm not a front runner. I don't do stuff for the camera. Matter of fact, I've run away from the camera. That's probably what I'm known best for is if I see somebody look like they're about to try to take a picture of me, I'm out of here. Um, but this right here is irritating my soul um, because the cover-up is too easy for them and it is becoming too frequent, and we're not doing nothing about it. I have my own uh, views and opinions about what should really be being done right now that are not very orthodox, so I would not say them on the radio. Um, but if you if you 
follow my page, then you probably know what those mm-hmm. um, ways are. Jesus, help your children. Um, this young lady was videotaping everything. Matter of fact, she has the police officer at her door and the baby on the side. She's like, they're trying to kill us. And <laughs> this is not okay. Everything about this is wrong. First of all, it's about traffic tickets. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what I want to do is to take it way back. So you mean to tell me that uh, a life is worth a few hundred dollars. Um, and then, better yet, do dead people pay? So it made absolutely no sense for y'all to run up in her whole house while it's a, a mom and her child uh, to do what? Was you going to take her away from the child and she was trying to call people to come get him? We don't know the whole story, but my the the bottom line is she shouldn't be dead behind it. And Baltimore, y'all should really be acting. I mean, I don't know what type of um, system y'all got going on. Y'all just let these people go on the original Ferguson case, and, and now y'all are killing folks in their cribs over parking tickets. What's really going on over there? Right. Right. And then you shot the baby. And, yeah. you know, oh, I was about to say something. Um, and so these other individuals um, that are looking at this, oh, she was using the baby as a shield. Absolutely not. I do not uh, believe her. Um, yeah, no, and the fact that her videos that. were removed. Um, yeah. Again, this is my problem. Y'all, <laughs> the cover-up for them is too real. And it's like asking the devil to police himself. I think what was, you know, what's weird about it, did you notice um, what was what was weird was they took off they took off the videos or I guess she was like live streaming, you know, live streaming what was going on. So they took that video off, but they left up the videos of her, you know, making bad out from the police and then the Instagram page where there was she has a picture of the of the weapon and all that kind of stuff. So they left that up. But they took down it's like you know, it's almost again, not to be a conspiracy theorist, but it is almost as if we wanted they wanted to paint a picture of justifiable that there was some type of justifiable homicide. You know that's what they were doing. We should be, you know, like it was okay because this is the type of person. And again, we don't know. The problem is we don't don't know. You know what I mean? Like we don't know enough about what happened to say whether or not, you know, again, like I said, it's fishy because I've never seen, and maybe they do this in Baltimore, but SWAT is needed to come to somebody's house to serve uh, because of a warrant for traffic violations. So since when are we going to people's houses for traffic violations? So we're issued a bench warrant because she had a bunch of traffic tickets and she didn't show up to court. So the judge issues a bench warrant. You come to her house. When you come to her house, she got a gun, a big old gun waiting for you. So you call legally. What? I'm going to say it's legal. I mean, yeah. I mean now what I'm Instagram couple, page is legal because she has the papers on her Instagram page. So according to that, it is legal. But still, like, how do you get to that? Now, I've I've, I've read on a few different um, 
a few different posts throughout the day. And again, it's so new. We don't know the detail. We may never know exactly what happened and the reason, the rationale behind everything. Right. Which is, which is the problem. But they said that initially they sent, I think it was two or three officers to the house to serve the warrant. And when she barricaded herself, yeah, yes, I'm using air quotes. Supposedly, right. She supposedly barricaded herself within her home at this point. And then when it was a standoff, when she told them that she had the gun, this, that, and the other is when they then called SWAT in. And the situation escalated. This was a comment that I read on one of Sean King's posts from a lady who says she lives, she lived in or got the information from someone who lived in the same complex as this woman. They said that initially they said yeah. the, the police came bursting through the door and all of a sudden she's like, that's not what happened. It was going on for hours and she was going back and forth. And my thinking about it is <clears throat> kind of like what Keisha said. The whole what happened within those, like, I don't really care. When we have seen countless, countless, countless examples of situations where shots have been actually fired, there have been actual real-life threats and attempts made on these officers' lives, and these people have been given food en route to incarceration. They have been um, given the utmost levels of patience and concern and consideration for unfounded mental health issues well we think he may have or it's been said that they had in the past just random freak out moments could now constitute mental issues for some people but when we come and we are standing whatever ground it may be whether it be right wrong or otherwise because these other situations we still the jury's still out on whether these people were right in a lot of these situations and some of them were dead wrong and they still got to go home at the end of the day or got to see another day rather regardless if they spent it at home or anywhere else they got to see it so like at this right. point the whole the details of it all don't really matter and and, nope. I, and I get frustrated when people will deflect and say well she should have done this or she should have done that well, the people that are in the jail should not have committed whatever crime that got them there but they got to go to jail and actually be able to come out and live another life at some point or just to live life yeah. period so regardless of yeah. what crime she committed what state her mind was in when she committed said crimes or when they showed up at her door she was not given the consideration of being a human and being able to yeah. just being able to be given the same process that everybody else is supposed to be able to go through so that is the, yeah. the root of this, not all that other that we keep having all these Facebook beefs and battles and, and you know, going back and forth. But that is not the issue. That is so mm-hmm. not the issue. That woman was killed and her baby was shot in her living room over damn traffic yeah. tickets and warrants. Oh, that is the issue. Huh? Two. My biggest yeah. issue. I don't care. I don't care if this girl was sitting there cussing him out. You know what? You yep. ought to be trained. I'm sorry. You supposed to be the police. How can you protect and serve people when you wearing your emotions on your sleeve? Every time a black woman stand up and say, "Look, no, you're not just gone. Oh, yes, I will. You have an authority issue, honey. All mm-hmm. of y'all do. Yeah, somebody confused you and made you feel like you run it when you're really just supposed to know the law, which is 90% of y'all don't. You don't. You just trained to apprehend and do what somebody tell you to do. Most of y'all don't. And the reason why I can say no, this is because I ask. I ask and I deal with the law enforcement very often. You're dealing with somebody who I don't like the system, but I deal with you as much as I have to until another one is created. No. 
if a person yeah, is not agreeable, I'm a customer service representative. You know how many people cuss me out all day? Uh-huh. Imagine that. But guess what? I don't get to shoot them. I'm sorry. Yeah. Let me take myself well, you back. Don't even, you can shoot them. You can't. You don't even get the. You can't even mm. cut back. You, you can't disconnect. Exactly. You can't hang up. You can't hang up. You can't hang up. You can't hang up. That the business yeah. is paying for. But you make it thirty-seven thousand dollars, and it's coming out of my taxes, and you get to ask the fool. Look, you can. The devil is a lie. You don't even get to put the phone on on mute. You just got to mute. Nope. Yes, ma'am. I understand. I understand, ma'am. I understand. Yes. I I understand. I understand. Yes, I understand I your frustration. So, I, however, I understand, I understand your, your frustration. Let me do what I can That's what they hit us with in the news. They're, yeah. they're de-escalating yeah. us. We understand yeah. your frustrations, it's, black people. Exactly. However, ma'am, <laughs> however, what we can do is we can give you a 20% discount on your next purchase. Oh, get, where's my 20% discount on the tickets that y'all be giving me for boo? <laughs> That's what I they're doing to us. They de-escalate yeah, the situation. Yeah, it's a script. It's, they're scripting us. It's a de-escalate. We've even gotten it. Like, um, we're, we're to the point we're desensitized. We even share the meme. It's going to happen for this baby here in a couple of days. All right, we mad. Yeah. We post. We change the profile yeah. pic. They talk we're about done. it on the news. And then there, here we're comes done. the distraction. And then we'll be back. Arthur. And then we get to Yeah, I'm playing Pokemon Go. Were not just talking about yeah. Arthur two, two three yeah. days ago? Okay, so now you know I'm hood. 
just a touch. Now, if the court ain't going to help you, how do you help you? You know? At some point, you got to recognize the amount of power that you have in your unity and being able to say, you know what? We might not agree on everything, baby, but this right here is wrong. And stay diligent. Our problem is we only diligent as long as we off the clock. So, you know, from 9 to 5, we still got to go. We got to punch the clock because my bills got to be paid. And I'm trying to figure out how we had 300 and more than a year worth of a movement in the 60s when we weren't paid nowhere near as much. Um, and they still survived probably because they they, they lived as communities um, and not so super individual. Like, I got to get mad, you got to get yours, kind of. Um, instead, we going to get ours. And you have to take on that mentality to be able to change the face of this. You can't sit back and say, oh, baby, I'm going to go to work. I'm going to do my thing. It is what it is. Um, yeah, they marching. That's nice. I watch it on TV. Um, yeah, they buying black. But, girl, you know I need this Estee Lauder. Stop playing, baby. No. I have to go. Yeah. We have to come together and put that the need for the materialism that we feel is a mark of progress down. Because if you feel like having red bottoms is a sign of progress, you're confused already. It's not. It just means that you paid for somebody else's label to be on you. You're branded. Wonderful. Yay. No. Put that money towards a black business. Invest in them. We saw I could order from Amazon Prime and wait three days for something, but I can't order from my black business that's in Oregon and wait three days for it to come to my house because I can go around the corner and get it right now. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, you have to change uh, the way you yeah. think. You have to because that is the only way that real change is going to happen. You cannot sit back and do the same stuff and be in your little comfort zone, sitting in your little corner like, until it's my nephew, ain't nothing happening. Trust right. me, you are in a world where coming. it can be your nephew it's tomorrow coming. if that's what it's, it's going to take. So stop sitting <laughs> back and waiting on that yeah, and move is, now when it's not your part. nephew. The sad, yeah, the sad part even more so is that is that even if like right now I was just saying how a lot of this is happening in to be poor poor neighborhoods. If you don't think that at some point it's gonna spill out into other neighborhoods, you are sadly mistaken. It is going to happen, and so um, you just it's, it's it's not just your problem. It is everybody's problem. Everybody's problem. So. I don't know. All right, we got to go ahead and uh, jump into closing remarks. This has been a good show. I done got, we done got uh, everybody all hyped up and mm-hmm. adrenaline is pumping. So, <laughs> true that. We had a good show tonight. So, no, we definitely appreciate it. So, we're going to go ahead into our, uh, our final thoughts real quick. So, we'll go ahead and let uh, Miss Takesha go ahead and kick us off. <laughs> yeah. As I have Wusad. Brought myself down just about a notch and a half. Um, my final words: Don't talk about it. Be about it. Mm-hmm. If you see something is a problem, fix it. Stop waiting on somebody to come save you. Stop expecting people who are not in your financial situation, class, or neighborhood to come to your financial situation, class, or neighborhood to save you. They have to save the people that's in the class they're in. And that's a lot of work. When you're making a quarter million dollars, it's like a whole lot of work to change your mind and move you out of your comfort zone. Believe that. 
So don't expect them to come down and say, yeah, yo, $20,000, baby. No, see, I got the solution. They don't because they can't figure theirs out. You figure yours out. Own your own future. And in doing that, create a better one for our. That is it. All right. Okay. Um, I am going to first remind everyone about the uh, Crazy Love Community Care pop-up on August 13th. From 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Ice Event Center and Grill, 1148 Northeast 36th Street, Oklahoma City. Um, Elegance by Design will be in the building. So um, I believe Kirby Kitten is also going to be in attendance at that. Kirby Kitten will be there. Kirby Kitten will be there. Okay, so yes, come on out and um, get all of your goodies. Again, that is going to be on August 13th. from 9 until 2 p.m. My side note for the week is to um, take some time and to try and really open communication, whether it be with your significant other, a bestie, someone you may have lost communication with. I've learned so much just in the past few weeks on how important it is to try and step outside of yourself and see things through another lens and learn how to communicate what you're seeing in a way that you can have an open dialogue. So and in, in really try to step outside of yourself and have that open communication this, this next week. I think it will make a difference, especially with all the things that we've got going on in our country and the frustrations that we all feel. I think we should take a little more time to listen to each other as opposed to, as opposed to, speaking, to be, um, speaking to respond. So I, just, I really think we should spend a little more time listening to, we, to each other and having that good solid dialogue. And have a good week. Have a really, really good week, y'all. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you. First of all, let me say thank you to all of our listeners. You all are um, the real MVP. We appreciate um, you guys <laughs> yes. rolling with us um, and listening to us every week. Um, yeah, we definitely appreciate it. I want to say thank you to, um, to Keisha um, and to Shakila. And to Rashad, who is not here tonight, but should be back next week, um, for all of your efforts and for all of your uh, support as we build the greatest network ever. Um, And so I appreciate you guys as well and all of the work that you do. Again, um, if you are not a part of the Scoop uh, Facebook group, then please join us today. Simply send Uh, a request, uh, just search the Scoop um, Facebook group again, and we will let you in. We'll let you in. Um, So do that today. Um, So it's a a discussion group. So post your questions and comments, and it's good conversation. Um, Also, if you have not downloaded uh, your copy of Nouveau Exposure magazine, do that today as well. It's a free publication that is brought to you by uh, Global Drive Network. All you have to do is go to nouveauexposure.org. That's N-O-U-V-E-A-U, nouveauexposure.org, and download your copy. Also, uh, if you are a musician, an independent artist, and you have music that you would like played, um, then we would love to support you. Um, all genres, got to be clean music, um, again, but you can send us um your song, and we will take a listen to it and see about getting you on air uh, to help again. We want to support you and your um, your your brand. 
So you would send that email to globaldriveradio at gmail.com. Again, that's globaldriveradio at gmail.com if you are an independent artist that would like your music played on air. Last but definitely not least, if you are a business owner and would love to have your product, your service, your book uh, advertised with us here on Global Drive Network, um, then we would love to work with you uh, to get your service, um, uh, to partner with your service so more people can see it. Um, we have very reasonable rates, and we'll work with you um, on the creative aspects um, as well as the copy of your the copy aspects of your um, uh, of your ad if needed. So we have advertising space again on our social media, on our magazine offering, uh, as well as through radio. So again, for inquiries, you can email us at globaldriveradio at gmail dot com or contact myself. Um, you contact myself um, at Winfred Burns. I, I at gmail.com, and we will be able to help you with that. I think that's it. So, once again, we appreciate everybody, everybody for listening and tuning in. And please be safe. Um, please, please, if you have people who are, your loved ones are around you, spend the time loving on them and hugging them and making sure that okay. they know how valuable you are to them. Um, this is a time where we need love more than ever. There before, I'm going to say again, love always wins. And so if we could do a better job of loving one another and supporting one another, a lot of what's happening would stop very quickly. Um, and until then, until we learn how to love ourselves and love our neighbors as ourselves, we will continue to struggle the way we have. So please, if you got a loved one, if y'all got beef, squash it. Let's begin to love one another um, better. All right. Well, with that, I hope you have a good rest of your week, and we will see you next week. And don't forget, tomorrow at eight, uh, excuse me, at seven o'clock Central Time, the word on Wednesday with Pastor Vincent Burns. Have a good rest of your week. Have a good night. Overcome it all within